welcome to Prairie Craft Almanac, a podcast exploring craft, nature, sustainability, and the pursuit of simple creative living. I'm your host, Leanne, and I am really glad to be recording today. So before we get into our topic, I just wanted to say um, I was actually ready to record this more than a week ago, and I then got sick. And uh, it really took a lot out of me. Um, I really couldn't do anything. And I'm still not sure if I should be talking too much, but I'm going to do it anyhow. Uh, But if I sound a little different, that's why. Uh, One thing I want to announce is something that I'm also behind on because of not being able to do anything. But uh, in the very near future, I'm going to be doing a fundraiser for ICTSOS. I've talked about ICTSOS in the past um, on this podcast and on my social media, but in case you haven't heard of them, they are an organization in my city dedicated to ending human trafficking, mainly through connecting survivors to community resources and educating the greater public about human trafficking. They give presentations at schools and churches and other organizations, and they just really do a lot of amazing things. I'll link to their site so you can learn more. But anyway, I am making a series of limited edition pouches, and I think they're super cute. And I will be selling them, um, I think, through my Etsy shop and perhaps on my blog. I'm not sure yet. But anyway, 100% of the profits that I make will be donated to ICTSOS. There are two colors available with the same design, and it has hand-drawn flowers and a little banner that says Inhuman Trafficking, and the ICTSOS 10-year anniversary logo is on it as well. And again, I just really love how the design turned out. I have to sew them up yet, but as soon as I do, um, I will post and let you know. And I hope you'll pick one up, because as I said, after the cost of materials, which wasn't that much really... Um, All the proceeds will go to ICTSOS, and they'll use that to directly benefit the community. Also, we finally have chicks again. Well, I guess they're not really chicks anymore. Uh, They're getting to be pretty big girls. But as you might know, or maybe you don't if you're new here, two of our three hens passed away last year, and so our third hen had to be rehomed because we weren't able to get any new chickens at that time, and chickens really aren't going to do well living alone. So thankfully, we have a friend who has quite a collection of uh, girls, chickens and ducks, and so Hazel got to go live there last September, and the last I heard, she was doing really well, so that made me happy, but we decided it was time we got some new babies. One is a gold star sex link, supposedly, um... She looks more like a buff Orpington, but I don't know. One is a black star sex link. And two are Easter eggers, which is kind of like a mix, I think. But they have the gene that basically makes them lay a green or blue egg. But they are all so beautiful and sweet and very distinct looking, which wasn't exactly the case with our other girls. They were a little more similar, and I believe they were Easter eggers, though at the time I was calling them Americanas because that's what we were told. Um, But after doing a little research, I'm pretty sure they weren't. So our new girls are finally happy to be outdoors. Um, We couldn't put them out there for a while because of all the torrential rain we had. 
Um, but now they are in their new home and they should start laying eggs, I think, in the late summer or early fall. So last time I mentioned wanting to talk about ways to make money online as a creative without selling an actual physical product. And no, I'm not talking about NFTs today. And if you don't know what that is, don't worry because most people don't. And honestly, I don't fully understand them myself. But today we're going to talk about more, I guess, traditional ways of using your creative skills to generate a passive income online. Although I don't know if that's the best term to use. But anyway, we might get into that later. Uh, for now, I just want to share a couple of no-cost or very low-cost options for starting to sell your creative work online. So the beauty of these is that you don't have to ship anything. Of course, there's nothing wrong with shipping an item. I do it all the time with physical products. But there is a certain freedom and flexibility that comes with having something set up and automatically delivered digitally to your customer. And generally with these types of products, you do the work once, set up your listing, and then you can make multiple sales from there on out. And I will talk more specifically about what I mean with each section or type of product. First of all, I want to talk about print-on-demand type of websites. And these are basically sites where you can upload your art, your design, and it will be printed as it is ordered. And I like this because it means... There's not a lot of product created beforehand that you have to then try to sell. And then if you can't sell it, it's basically wasted. A product is only really created if somebody wants to purchase it. And first I want to talk about Spoonflower.com, which if you do not know, is a print-on-demand site for fabric and also wallpaper and wrapping paper and other various home decor items. And this is probably one of the most uh, accessible and best platforms, I think, online for print-on-demand fabric. You can browse the site and find lots of designs by independent artists, or you can upload your own and purchase that on fabric and also sell it for that matter, which is, of course, what I'm talking about today. They have a pretty wide range of fabrics available, from quilting cottons and linens and denim to upholstery type fabric and stretch knits like lycra and also organic cotton jersey. It is totally free to sign up for Spoonflower and to upload and sell fabric there. And you, the artist, will receive 10% of the profits from each sale. Before you can sell any of your designs though, you must purchase some of that design yourself. It doesn't even have to be a full yard. It can be just a swatch or a fat quarter or even a 6 by 6 square on one of the cheater quilts. For a lot of designs, I might recommend buying at least a fat quarter. Frankly, I think it's a really good requirement because colors and designs can translate differently than they appear on screen once they're printed onto fabric. Maybe the scale isn't exactly what you thought it would be, or something just doesn't look quite right when you see it printed in person. So if that happens, you can fix it before you start selling your design. But if it looks good, you can then enable the selling feature and everything is done automatically for you. They print it, they ship it, and you'll get 10% of that sale. And you can either be paid that money directly, it will be deposited into your PayPal account, or you can also use it on fabric. So either way, you know, um, it's kind of tempting to just buy more fabric. 
But again, you'll get 10% of that sale. There are also opportunities to earn bonuses if you sell a certain amount, but I personally have yet to do that. However, it is possible. Of course, I will be sure to link to Spoonflower and to the other sites I'm talking about here as well, so you can learn more about each one for yourself. But when it comes to uploading designs on most of these, uh, they will have their own specifications. Um, they might differ depending on the website. For example, the image that you upload to Spoonflower uh, should be 150 pixels per inch, and they accept JPEG, PNG, and I think some other types of files, but they accept most of the file formats that you would probably be using anyway. Also, I want to mention, if you're a business owner who plans on ordering a lot of fabric, there is a pro membership that supposedly offers a lot of deep discounts and other perks. Now, I do not know exactly how much of a discount you receive, and I don't know if it would be quote-unquote worth it. Um, I've never needed to order that much fabric, so I don't have a membership um, because it is $249 a year. But if you are manufacturing a lot of your own goods from custom fabric, it might be worth it. Um, it probably would be for someone who has a much larger scale of an operation than myself. But if you are only buying a few yards every now and then and would like to sell those designs through their site, you do not have to pay anything. Next, I'd like to talk about some other types of print-on-demand sites like Redbubble, Society6, or Threadless, and there are many others um, like those. Those are the ones that come to mind immediately, though. These are places that generally sell things like art prints and wall decor, t-shirts, mugs, stationery, stickers, and all sorts of other items. These might appeal more to the general public or people who don't sew anyway and can use a t-shirt or stickers. Each one has a different sort of uh, earning structure, but it's essentially very much the same as Spoonflower. You upload your design, they market and sell and print the product, ship it to the customer, and you earn a small commission from each sale. Different sites, again, have different requirements as far as what information they need from you, what dimensions of images work best, what resolution, how to set up your shop, etc. But I believe most of these sites, again, don't really require any cost to sign up and start selling. Commissions can vary. Um, Redbubble is the site I'm most familiar with, for example, and you can actually decide on what percentage you'll earn. But of course, this will change the cost of each item. So adding a 50% commission might mean more money for you, but a less chance of selling because that would really raise the price of the product since the company creating it has to have their base cost for each item. And again, each site's different, so they might pay you through PayPal or direct deposit or something else. Now, when it comes to both Spoonflower and other print-on-demand sites, they take care of all the listings, fulfillment, shipping, etc., and some of the marketing. Of course, if you're using good keywords and metadata on your product, which I will talk about metadata some other time maybe, but it's basically the information, your description, your title, tags you're using. If you're doing all that right, it should come up in searches online and on the website, but I would still highly recommend <laughs> promoting your products yourself. Um, I'm kind of laughing because I really have not been doing that very well. Uh, and I know it, but post on your blog, your Instagram, Pinterest, etc. Don't be afraid 
to tell people what you're making and show it off. So do as I say, not as I do. I am going to work on that in the future. But uh, truly, it is important to let your followers know what you're doing. Uh, Show them what's available. Don't be afraid to push it out there because if somebody's following you, they want to know what you're doing. Okay, moving on from the print-on-demand stuff. Another way to make money through digital sales is with PDF patterns. If you knit or crochet or sew or are skilled in creating patterns or instructional tutorials of any kind, this is an especially great way to leverage your talents. Though, because it does require you to not only be able to develop patterns, but to either type them up or digitize them somehow, it can be a little more involved, uh, for example, than just simply creating an image and uploading that. But because of this extra involvement, I think it means there's probably not as much competition as something like a print-on-demand art or fabric shop. You can sell knitting, crochet, or fiber art patterns on sites like Ravelry, but you can also sell them on Etsy, eBay, or your own site if you have one. After all considerations, I think my personal preference for selling patterns right now is Etsy. I only sell knit patterns, but as far as I can tell, Etsy would also probably be my preferred place for sewing patterns too, if I wasn't selling them on my own blog. However, I already have the blog, and if you set up a website with a shop, that can be a considerable expense. I was curious if there were many sellers on eBay, and when I searched, I really didn't find that many indie designers selling patterns. Maybe I'm not looking in the right spot, but... I don't know if eBay is a great place to sell patterns, but I don't see why it couldn't work. In order to price your patterns, I'd recommend researching similar patterns to see the going rate, as it were, Uh, but use your own judgment. Much like selling digital art printed on fabric or other products, once you have everything set up in place, you can make multiple sales without having to put much effort aside from any marketing into it because everything is automated. When you sell a digital product on Etsy, like a PDF file, it's set up so that your file is available for the customer to download as soon as they pay. There are actually a lot of other ways too to make money creatively online without having to ship a physical product, like writing and selling eBooks or collecting ad revenue from a blog or YouTube where you have advertisements. But this is not something I'm very familiar with yet myself, and I feel like I've talked a lot today already. Um, But in the future, we might explore these topics. Of course, I will have to do some research. And again, it's not like it's something I'm doing myself, so I'm I'm not quite comfortable yet telling you how to do it. Um, But I might share some resources from people who do know how to do it. We'll see. Gosh, I really was feeling inspired and creative um, right before I got sick, but then I got sick and I couldn't do anything. Anyway, when I do get the chance to create one of these episodes, I really, really do appreciate the chance to chat with you or I guess at you. I, I still, I love it. And I've gotten some really nice messages from people over the last couple days um, just saying they enjoy my podcast and patterns and um that really really makes my day when people go out of their way to tell me that it's really just humbling and lovely to hear and I appreciate it so much and uh, 
I don't even, I don't even know, you know, half the time I wonder what the heck I'm even doing. Um, and it just means a lot to hear from people who took the time to say nice things. If you have suggestions or requests for anything that I might talk about, um, I would love to hear that too. You can find me on Instagram where I'm moth underscore and underscore rust. You can DM me there or leave a comment and you can find me on Facebook or Pinterest or my blog or Etsy. Of course, I'll leave links to everything in the show notes or video description. Anyway, I think I need to take a break right now. Um, I'm getting a little winded if you can't tell. But I hope you are taking care of yourself. I hope you're well. And I hope to talk with you again very soon.